Welcome to Take Notes, SMB Global Rating's structured finance podcast and the credit events of your day. Tune in as your hosts, Jim Manzi and Tom Shoplocker, explore hot topics across the structured finance and global markets. Hello and welcome to Take Notes. I'm your host, Tom Shoplocker, and joining us today is regular guest analyst, Casper Anderson. Welcome back, Casper. Thanks, Tom. Good to be here. Norway and Finland have well-established covered bond markets which have both experienced stable issuance growth over the past decade. The Norwegian market is the 10th largest in Europe, while the Finnish one ranks 14th. And together, these countries account for just below 7% of the European benchmark market. The Norwegian cover bond legislation was adopted in June of 2007, and cover pools are secured primarily by residential mortgages and mortgages backed by tenant owner rights. The first legal framework for cover bonds in Finland was adopted in 1999 with several amendments since then. Finnish cover pools are generally secured by residential mortgages and to a lesser extent, loans to housing cooperatives. S&P Global Ratings has just published a covered bond market insights report, which explains the relevant legal frameworks, provides an overview on the mortgage markets and compares key characteristics of the existing programs in Norway and Finland. To start us off, Casper, Highlight the main differences between Norwegian and Finnish covered bond programs and their legal frameworks. In Norway, the issuers uh, are required to be specialized mortgage institutions, while Finnish issuers can also be universal banks. LTV limits in Norway are 75%, while in Finland they are uh, capped at 70%. Uh, In Norway, commercial loans and residential loans must be kept in separate programs, while Finland has an absolute limit on corporate commercial loans. Some similarities include the frequent use of soft bullet structures in both countries. Now, in terms of collateral, how do Norwegian and Finnish cover pools differ? Well, the main difference is the currency denomination. Finland has the euro, while Norway has the Norwegian krona. Traditional mortgages are linked to NIBOR in Norway and EURIBOR in Finland. Finnish mortgages have traditionally a shorter maturity, leading to a faster amortization profile. Now let's talk about government and other stimuli put in place to support local economies during the pandemic. In addition to the Pandemic Emergency Purchase Program announced by the European Central Bank in March of 2020, what are some of the programs employed in Norway and Finland, and how effective have they been in dampening the negative effects of the pandemic? Both the ECB and the Central Bank of Norway were quick to act and intervene by lowering policy rates to historical lows. Further, a number of support measures were introduced to support employed people and maintain the low levels of unemployment in both countries. These measures were largely successful in mitigating the impact of COVID-19. I understand the Finnish and Norwegian financial authorities follow the COVID-19 specific recommendations from the European Banking Authority. What are some other noteworthy recent developments, especially concerning the local housing markets? Um, LCV caps were removed and issuers made wide use of payment holidays um, as deferred amortization was allowed in both countries. The initiatives combined with strong labor markets have supported house prices and they have increased in both countries. As we've discussed on prior podcasts, Cover bond harmonization is a major theme in European markets. The harmonization directive is intended to standardize definitions and regulations, thereby creating a more level playing field for covered bonds in Europe. 
However, the pandemic has delayed transposition into law in many countries. What's the story for the Norwegian and Finnish markets in this regard? Both markets are in the process of adopting proposals. While the process is public in Norway, the Finnish process has been uh, less easy to follow. As an EU member, Finland must meet the deadline, while Norway can take more time. However, we expect new rules to be adapted in time for the July deadline in both countries. Okay, now switching gears a bit, we're hearing increasingly more about ESG considerations across global financial markets. To what extent have such sustainability factors been embraced by the Norwegian and Finnish covered bond markets? We've seen a number of green covered bond issuance from particular particularly from uh, Norwegian issuers, while green issuance has been rather limited in Finland. Uh, the issuers are tapping into strong investor demand and interest from investors who normally do not invest in the covered bond markets. The green covered bond market remains limited in size, but we believe that the Finnish and Norwegian markets will grow further in the coming years, supported by a strong investor appetite. We currently view the Norwegian housing market as being overvalued by roughly 19% whereas we currently assess the Finnish housing market as being slightly undervalued by about 3%. Can you give us some insight into how we arrived at these numbers? We look at the current house price to income development compared to the long-term average. Recently, strong increases in house prices have not been followed by similar increases in income, although we have seen a stabilization in the relationship for Norway during the recent COVID crisis. The measure of overall undervaluation is a key component in our calculation of credit risk in the two mortgage markets. For both jurisdictions, you've carried out scenario analyses that contemplate large drops in house prices in order to assess whether the increase in loss given default would be in line with current ratings. What were the findings? The OC in line with the current ratings do not increase significantly as a result of such price drops. This is largely due to the low weighted average LTVs of most programs we rate. Therefore, such decreases do not affect the achievable ratings on any of the programs tested. Finally, what are the ratings outlooks for Norwegian and Finnish covered bonds? Since the beginning of the COVID pandemic, we have not downgraded any of the covered bond programs we rate. We revised outlooks to negative in a single Finnish program due to a similar action on the issuer's credit rating. The action has since been reversed. Most programs that we rate still benefit from unused notches and high levels of overcollateralization, and our outlook remains stable. I'd like to thank our guest, Kasper Andersen. His new commentary, Norwegian and Finnish Covered Bond Market Insights 2022, is available on our website, www.spglobal.com forward slash ratings. We'll catch you next time on Take Notes. To subscribe to Take Notes or to view our analyst research, go to spglobal.com forward slash ratings. Thank you for listening to Take Notes with Jim Manzi and Tom Schopflocker.